Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, my special guest is going to be sharing an extremely inspiring story um, of how she had some serious trials and tribulations in her life and how now she's actually helping to empower women to step into their warrior. So can you please join me in welcoming my guest, Benita Lehman. How are you, Benita? I'm well, thank you, Natalie. How are you? I am awesome today and I'm awesome because I'm going to get to speak to you and, and I'm really excited about um, actually sharing your story here through the show um, because I know that uh, there are several components that I know that a lot of people will be able to relate to um, in their own personal journey. Um, but the fact that you've been able to turn this around, you've done a complete 180 and, and now really empowering women is just an amazing thing. So, Thank you. so why don't we start with yeah, where, where it all began and how you got to where you are now. Well, it all started with I was a new mother and, you know, inexperienced, firstborn. She was 18 months old and she almost died before she was finally diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I was actually, I had her in my arms and she was in a coma and I went rushing into emergencies. So from that moment on, my life was thrust into this world of needles, insulin, injections. She's type 1 diabetes. She'll never grow out of it. And I went into survival mode. I really did and I, I was so busy trying to save her and save my family from all the heartache and the stress and trauma that I, I really just absorbed all of that and took it in myself and for almost 15 years I was so busy saving her that I forgot to save me and one morning uh, I, was, I woke up and it was a dark dreary January morning like it is in northern um, Canada here and I, I couldn't move and I felt like I was drowning, I felt like I was suffocating and I heard this voice and call it an angel or what you will but, but she saved me that morning, that voice and that morning I, I you know, pulled myself up out of bed and decided I needed to make a change. I had let my life go, I wasn't doing healthy things, I wasn't being active, I put on a lot of weight. I was just really unhappy and I looked at myself in the mirror that morning and I didn't recognize the woman that I had become this puffy, sad, lonely face and that's not who I wanted to be and it was almost like in the blink of an eye I finally saw myself for where I really was that morning and I decided to start with my health and wellness and I started to go to the gym and eat properly and work out you know with purpose and diligently and so I dropped from a size 18 to a size 10 and that was about eight years ago and I just turned my life around but it started with that um, getting my health back and health is the first wealth so as I saw myself get strong in the mirror I, I feel like I got strong from the outside in and I heard that warrior voice that warrior woman was talking to me instead of the worry woman who I used to be because I used to worry about everybody except myself I would worry about my daughter Samantha and whether she was eating her snack and whether she had a high blood sugar etc or worry about my you know my family and so forth so I finally started to put myself first and not in a selfish way but in a good way so I was able to have the resources to help my family and, and help Samantha you know thrive and survive so I had a lot of, I got a lot of coping mechanisms along the way and learned a lot about myself and I'm, I like to say I'm still an onion peeling away the layers and then so now finally my daughter Samantha she's a successful fourth year university student I have another daughter as well Alexandria who's 18 but um, 
I just realized when I started to give back to the community that I had a lot to share to families dealing with chronic illness and women struggling to hear that warrior voice because we all have the worry voice and we can decide whether it's the worry voice that we listen to or if it's the warrior voice and and we can just you know warrior through any challenge that we have in life so I've been reaching out to community groups and um, the diabetes environment here and the diabetes society here and and really giving back and helping out with workshops inspirational speaking and of course with um, the book that I wrote about my journey to where I am today yeah you know um, it's interesting how you talk about your coping mechanisms um, and how this is like an ongoing journey like I also have been through a, an incredible year this year and I've been working on myself a lot um, you know obviously that that was a uh, spurred on by the separation of me and my husband um, but it was like a whole self-discovery and, and I also had realized that I had picked up quite a few uh, coping mechanisms along the way um, and when we do that um, I think we, we kind of isolate ourselves um, and so you know what I'd really love to do if, if you're open to it is, is maybe talk about some of the coping mechanisms that you had adopted that you were able to work through because I think the more that we can talk about it the more that other women can go you know what oh my god that's me as well and so we don't suffer in shame and in silence and we get, can actually you know uh, you know either you know work with you or get your book or find out more about you know how you did that so what were some of the big you know coping mechanisms that you realized was you know really sabotaging your success well the number one was just listening to the wrong voice and not believing in myself and not being accountable and I call it the ABC's sort of accountability belief and then commitment and then community those are the the three things but where it really started for me was was to be accountable for what I was doing because I kept brushing it off and making excuses and that worry was says oh that's okay do it tomorrow well, tomorrow never came so I really that morning when I heard that warrior voice she was pushing me to be accountable and then I started to realize that I was responsibility I was responsible for where I was in my life and taking being accountable and taking responsibility was where things changed and started to turn for me and it's a daily process even today I still have to be conscious of what voice I listen to and then through the belief in myself because I started to see that I was in control and things were moving my way and I was feeling better and sleeping better and looking better as well and um, and then of course the commitment to continue on this path of betterment and then embracing community because I had pushed everybody away I had created this barrier this wall because I too was isolating myself because I didn't want to admit to anyone that you know my marriage was on the rocks and I wasn't doing well I was severely unhappy and just that my life was a sad lonely life so I created a wall so I didn't have to tell anybody it was my surviving you know but then I broke through like a warrior woman that I become and realized you know slowly but surely you have to have your friends you have to have your family you have to bring people into your life and that creates just the foundation and the wall of support and yeah it's it's quite miraculous how it how it uh, turned out but it was day to day and I just you know I had my head down and I was just trudging through the the stuff of life but I knew I couldn't go back I would have died withered and died so it was that voice that was pushing me and everybody around me encouraging me and 
that inner belief that I could do it, that I was doing it. And my daughter was okay. I didn't have to save her every day like I thought I had to because I was just so feeling so guilty about you know her illness and and you know the way her life is but I mean she doesn't blame me or anything it was me who was making myself feel guilty so it's that voice that you listen to and like I said it's still today I still have to consciously and make a specific point of listening to the right voice yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I was totally the same, and I, um, my, you know, my big um, coping mechanism that I was able to release this year, because you know, I closed down emotionally, and I just put up this facade like everything's okay, <laughs> everything's fine on the outside, but underneath it's just like, you know, they're so emotionally closed down. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think one of the smartest things I did this year, and I'm glad that you brought this up because I think it's really important. Because for me, I used to think that being vulnerable was being weak. Um, and I didn't want to let anyone know that I was not was that I wasn't strong. Um, but of course, this first year, being independent and being on my own, um, I was very purposeful about the people I surrounded myself with, um, and really made sure that I had a really good, strong core group of, of friends who were able to hold that space for me. That I was able that they were able to support me in a way that was really conducive to my healing. Um, so, um, so how, so that's what you did as well. Like, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, how you were able to culture those friendships in your life. Uh, I had a very good best friend. She's always been beside me, and and she knew that I was struggling. I, she was the one that I confided in. But she, you know, it was one friend, and and she encouraged me to get out. And when I was starting to work out at the gym, I would see all these healthy, happy people around me, and then I just started to go up and talk to them, like. I see that you're, you know, doing this fitness routine or I see you at spin class or you're working out with kettlebells. One of my favorite things to work out with is the kettlebell. And I just started to actually get out and talk to people and overcome my shyness and and realize that if I don't open my world and explore, it's going to stay small and and little. So, and then I would join different groups, you know, I would join a spin class or you know, join a kettlebell class, and I was even so brave enough to become a certified kettlebell instructor, even though it was just my own personal passion that I wanted to go. But I, I really pushed myself, and being an introvert, it's again really consciously have to do it. You have to put yourself out there and and go to events in the community and embrace new ideas. And you may not think it's for you at the time, but go try it and check it out. And once you start, it becomes easier. It's not as hard as, as it used to be for me anyways. So it's just that starting in those small little steps, going out to a, a book reading at your local book you know, uh, store, or going to a, a new group just to see what it's all about, and just opening your mind to new ideas and, and what's possible for you. Absolutely. I know when I moved to LA, I joined a couple of meetup groups. Just yeah. So I could and some other different people as well. So, um, so I know that you've um, you've you've published a book this year. So, tell me a little bit about the book and what your motivation was behind writing it. Well, the book is called "Saving Her, Saving Me," and on my way to something magnificent. And it starts with where Samantha go hospital and in emergency, and where she almost died. That's actually the second time she almost died in her life. But you'll have to read the book to find out about the first. But um, yeah, it just, again, uh, a few years ago I, I was just doing some soul searching and 
you know, um, just I wanted an enriching and engaging like life experience. And everybody that I talked to, either would say, "Wow, you know, I, I used to know you when you were really heavy and, and large, and you know, you look so great now. What did you do?" So I would start to tell them, and I started to write a blog about health and fitness, and and then I started to reach out to the diabetes community and give back to the community that um, helped me along the way with Samantha and the hospital and so forth. And I realized there were a lot of moms and dads and families still struggling with exactly what I went through. And I realized, you know, Benita, there's a story that you have to share and you have to let these families and, and mothers know that they're not alone. And then you also have to share the co really cool things that you learned along the way. That's 20 years of dealing with diabetes and injections and she has an insulin pump today, thank, thankfully, but, uh, but I did a lot of really cool things that I share with families and I go, wow, you know what, I'm going to go home and try that. So I realized that I can change how somebody thinks and perceives their situation at home in dealing with a chronic illness and have some tools for them to take home and use and really easy things that I did on a day-to-day -day basis. So therefore I thought, Benita, you have to just put it in a book, all the story that started 20 years ago. And um, you know, unfortunately my marriage didn't make it, but that's okay. He's very happy and I'm very happy now too. It's just one of those things. But uh, a lot of a lot of the journey was important to tell and I had this this story swimming around in my mind and I just started to write about two and a half, almost three years ago, started to write. And the story slowly came out until just, you know, later this year in November that it came out and had some really great reviews and, and really some inspirational things happened to me along the way. So it's meant, it, the story had to be told as difficult as it was for me to write many times. Um, but it had to be told and I can see the reason why now with just the response that I've been getting. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, um, the reason I really wanted to have you here on the show is because I know that there are many people that are watching the show who have gone through some kind of challenge, <laughs> let's call it a challenge, um, in their life um, and if they have it in them to be able to share that experience or share that story, um, they could really help a lot of people and that's exactly what you've stepped up and done this year. So I really commend you for that, Benita. Thank, Thank you so you. much for sharing your story and your book. So you. if people want to connect with you and, um, yes. and maybe purchase the book and find out more about you, where can we send them? Well, my website is called www.dreambig-liveamazing.com. Beautiful. And we can see that yeah. there on, on your video. Yeah. So you. thanks again, yeah. Benita. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you, Natalie. Awesome. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, make sure you download the app if you haven't done so already so you can watch the shows on the go. And also, make sure put, that you leave your email in the box on this page because I would love to send you the Manifest Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.